Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Russia keeps up the drumbeat for a nuclear war over Ukraine. Ukraine keeps rolling eastward, recapturing Ukrainian territory in the Donbass region, pressing forward, in fact, toward the western border of Mother Russia. Vladimir Putin, meanwhile, may have, repeat, may have sent one of Russia's most advanced submarines on a stealth mission with a doomsday power-level nuclear weapon aboard. No one has sighted that submarine in more than a week, and anxieties in Europe are mounting. And in these parts, President Joe Biden is still playing the tough guy, saying effectively, and I'm going to clean this up, no one messes with a Biden. But let's be honest, how many tough guy puppets are there, really? He's as pathetic as his corporate and Marxist dim masters. Speaking of which, how about Disney moving on from their don't-say-gay disaster to yet another corporate catastrophe? Disney didn't learn a thing about the power of the people. After all, it's about a lot more than money. It's about politics, of course, and it is about culture and values. With that, this is what Disney has done this time. The Gateway Pundit reporting Disney's new release of an animated program entitled Little Demon, which features a woman impregnated by Satan and her Antichrist daughter. How is that for branding children's material? And get this, the program is a comedy. Can you believe it? At least they say it's a comedy. I can't imagine. Disney apparently started streaming that show on Disney Plus in Australia and New Zealand and has already canceled the program. That's right, some idiot or group of idiots within Disney's brain trust decided there's no comedy like satanic comedy, especially when it comes to children. And do you remember when Disney's brand was once built on safety and values for our children? What a sad journey for the mouse. But a great market opening for those creative enough to seize opportunity and with us today is just such a person. A great American, he's writing conservative books for kids and working hard every day to save the republic as well. His new children's book is entitled The Plot Against the King, 2,000 Mules. Our guest is Cash Patel, former top DOD official, senior aide to House Intel Committee Chair, Congressman Devin Nunes, and Trump advisor. Cash, great to have you with us. My friend, GOP pollster Robert Cahaley, calling out university and media pollsters for trying to affect results in their polls rather than plumb the mood and thoughts of voters. Is that shocking to you? Uh, no, that they are reaching out. And Lou, it's great to be with you on your on your show. It's uh, it's so it has such a great reach and it's still such an important niche 
in today's journalism that is totally lacking integrity. But no, it's it's just another example of the, the voter issue that they uh, all they want to do is get the conclusion and then create fictional information to support their conclusion and then get a headline in the fake news media and say, look, we did it and we, we're showing you X because all of these people have now said it. I don't believe these polls for a minute and I never have and I don't think I ever will. Kahili is one of the very best, I think, you know, certainly one of the top two or three best pollsters in the country. Uh, he was almost uh, alone in 2016 and mm -hmm. calling Trump. Uh, he's a man of immense integrity and uh, great, uh, great analytic skills, obviously, as a pollster and judgment. Uh, so when he says something, I think everybody has to listen to him on this uh, because those media companies that are so uh, anti-Republican, anti-conservative, mm -hmm. I, I think many of those media companies are just outright Marxist, uh, anti-America. <laughs> I mean, I really do. Uh, they they fall in the line with what has become a left-wing corporate uh, structure in this country. Uh, I, I think it's very important that people understand that that, that influence uh, in corporate America extends uh, through uh, through every conduit possible to them, whether it is from the firms themselves uh, to their employees, to their HR departments, uh, to their advertising. Uh, advertising is the voice of business, and we're inundated with it every day. There was a time you could say that would be patriotic. This is not such a time. Uh, your thoughts about how how we need to rethink what is happening in this country and the influencers that are at work, uh, and if there is a way that middle class, uh, moderate Americans, uh, as well as conservatives and independents, can can act, take action to forestall any more of this, uh, of what is nothing more than propaganda by the mockingbird media. Look, you're absolutely right. The amount, and I call it disinformation at its finest, thanks to the fake news mafia. Basically what they have done every step of the way is collaborate with the conspirators and the corrupt actors in the government, the deep staters, and they partner with the media who will go out there and put out any disinformation campaign they, they want, irrespective of the truth. And I'll give you six examples. Russia Gates, Ukraine impeachment one, Ukraine impeachment two, January 6th, Afghanistan, COVID origins, and everything basically Fauci said. Um, so what you have is they don't care about the facts. And so long America has trusted journalism that it used to be able to just report the facts, but now we have, as you say, influencers. You know, where do these guys come from? What happened to just everyday straight beat reporting about this happened, unbiased, varnished reporting with the facts? And I think what you've seen is that so many Americans have been bamboozled by the radical left agenda and their partners in the media. They've been shown they were lied to, um, some of the examples I cited earlier, that they are now shutting it off. They're stopping to watch CNN. They don't read the New York Times anymore. They don't care what headlines in the Washington Post. Not everybody, of course, but a good chunk of them. And what I think needs to happen is more of those people need to come up and show up on Election Day. Because just like they, the, and as you said, there are some reputable polls out there, just like some reputable polls have showed, the last election was absolutely rigged by the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. And that could not have happened unless there was a massive disinformation campaign put out by the fake news media knowing that they were putting out false information 
And now you have guys like Michael Hayden, the former director of the National Security Administration and the Central Intelligence Agency who signed that infamous letter saying, uh-oh, this is Russian disinformation on Hunter's laptop. He has come out and said, since it's been proving it was actually real information of crimes, he said, I was glad to participate, this is Hayden, um, in helping Donald Trump be defeated, even if the information was fake. That is how bad the corruption in the government and the media is. And to combat it, we need to go and listen and get more people to listen to programs like yours and stop tuning on the influencers and start looking for the facts themselves and teach America the value of the truth. The value of the truth. I love that expression that we have to even discuss the value of the truth, which should be Mm -hmm. self-evident, it should be obvious, uh, and it should be precious uh, for any any American because we are founded on all of the precepts in our Constitution are based on honor and truth uh, and the noblest of uh, of ambitions and and values, including amongst them liberty and and equality. It, it is uh, it is a terrible time in so many ways right now, and I'm not saying that to be dramatic. Uh, I, I'm just uh-huh. saying, following what you're talking about, we no longer have trust in our intelligence agencies because even though the national mockingbird media won't talk about that Hunter Biden laptop, everybody knows about it now. And they know that it's not based on speculation. It is not some sort of wild theory. It is reality. We know that Bill Barr actually changed history when he chose not Mm -hmm. to tell the American people that a former vice president was lying at a presidential debate when he took advantage of that plot by the intelligence veterans and chiefs, five of them, former CIA directors, as a shield against truth. We're seeing it in almost every direction where we have no trust in the FBI. The polls on the FBI are decimating. Uh, The Justice Department, our government, no one trusts the government. We're being told we're going to have 87,000 new IRS agents and an expenditure of $80 billion. Lord, where does it end and where could it end uh, other than an authoritarian state? Yeah, there, I mean, you highlighted there's, you know, let me just borrow from you, Lou, because that seems to be a winning uh, option when it comes to reporting out on the truth. Bill Barr, prime example of the deep state corrupt actor at its finest. This guy comes in, has the chance to expose all the corrupt, unlawful actors at the FBI and DOJ of Russiagate. What does he choose to do? To glorify his ego and to later go out there and bander, uh, pander to the rhinos and uh, the, the, the radical left media. It has now come out, thanks to John Durham's reporting, and that one of the biggest scandals was not only Russiagate, but how the FBI extended Russiagate through, by taking on as a confidential human source, Igor Denchenkov, a man who's, been prosecu- who's being prosecuted by John Durham. And the shocking thing to me is that they have now done a thing that me as a national security prosecutor Never thought even this DOJ and FBI could have done. They have taken criminals and made them confidential human sources to cover up the FBI's own criminal conduct. They did that with Igor Danchenkov if they fired Christopher Steele. And then they kept this criminal on the books for three years, paying him American taxpayer dollars. They also did that despite knowing and investigating him for um, committing the crimes of 
buying and selling classified information to our foreign adversaries. These are the allegations that they knew of and they said, but covering up our corruption is more important. And the one man that could have exposed it all was Bill Barr because he allowed all these cover-ups and Chris Ray to act um, on his watch. And so this is the thing that ticks me off the most because it highlights the two-tier system of justice that we have in America today that is infuriating Americans, especially me as a former national security prosecutor. And you're right. Our DOJ and FBI has no credibility, not some, none. And that's directly a consequence of the actions of Merrick Garland, Bill Barr, Rod Rosenstein, Chris Ray, and the underlings that work with them. Because the only thing they care about is saving face and saving face while they head up those organizations. That's what Bill Barr cared about. If he cared about putting out the truth, we wouldn't have to have waited two years after a Trump administration to see it from John Durham. You know, Greg Jarrett, who's the... Uh, uh, the legal uh, analyst for Fox News on our program, uh, Lou Dobbs Tonight, in 2018 said that the president may be making a huge mistake as his name came out as one to to replace Jeff Sessions. He, he said point blank that he is a creature of the establishment and that the president may well regret it. And I've got to give Greg Jarrett great credit because he said so. And he was right, and he deserves credit for that. Uh, so, so few did. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, Lou, I, I, I agree with that uh, sentiment. I was the one on the inside in government saying, do not hire this man, Bill Barr. I actually put forth uh, John Ratcliffe for attorney general. And I think people have now seen the wonderful job he did at both the House um, Intel Committee during Russiagate and later on as the director of national intelligence, um, who is a former federal prosecutor. Uh, Bill Barr, I had never, I did not want him in there, not because I knew him personally or had any ill will not against him. I'd never known the man or spoken to him. But we needed someone for the time, for the times, and the times call for someone who's going to expose the corruption at the FBI and DOJ, not cover it up. And you know, unfortunately, the uh, rhinos got in there and collaborated and forced Bill Barr into the uh, position of Attorney General, and so much information has been buried. Um, from us that will take years to unravel. Hopefully these Congress um, leaders that are coming to power come the midterms will come in there and swiftly um, start issuing contempt orders and demanding uh, the publication of documents so America can learn what happened and we can hold some of these people accountable. Bill Barr had that opportunity and failed. Now he's just running around the country blathering about um, all of his quote-unquote successes um, and none of the media have the integrity to stand up to him and say, what about all of your failures, which are exponentially bigger than any success he ever had? You're exactly right. And uh, as we look at his failures, uh, when, when a man like Bill Barr can actually point at some point in uh, the future and say, I did that, when he, when he subverted history, when he changed the arc of history as dramatically as it's ever been changed by one man. Uh, it, it is breathtaking. And, and we have no, we have also no, really, poll after poll shows very little confidence in the integrity of our elections. We are a society trying to have, it seems to me, a nervous breakdown. <laughs> uh, I think you're actually, we're not trying to have it, unfortunately, and tragically, and I don't mean to laugh at it. We are having a nervous breakdown. But our nervous breakdown has been caused not by the failure of the American people and our democratic electorate. It's been caused by a failure in those elected. 
uh, the likes of Biden and our deterioration on the global stage and our deterioration in the FBI and DOJ. And as you highlighted, our deterioration in our faith to even have an election that people can have confidence in. I mean, how, how and why we are having that conversation in 2022 America should just show you how much we have fallen as a country. Those conversations are to be had in third world banana republics 150 years ago, but we're having them now today in America. And the sole blame of it is, is rightly square on the shoulders of the corrupt government gangsters, as I call them, that are partnering with the jackals and the fake news media to put out disinformation campaign after disinformation campaign, be it against elections or Russiagate or what have you, uh, Hunter Biden laptop, January 6th, the list goes on. They have lied to the American people uh, for self-preservation and self-gain and the glorification of their own egos. And uh, the likes of Rod Rosenstein, Bill Barr, and Chris Ray are the perfect examples uh, why people figure it out too late and then what does the fake news media do create a whole nother uh, fake news disinformation campaign story um, so that they uh, don't have to return to talk about their lies that were exposed the and the speed with which they are doing it the the momentum that those stories take on uh, it is it, it's extraordinary and i have to think people may have noticed that i'm using the expression mockingbird media a lot i like days. that i love it i love uh, it, it. <laughs> there, there are a lot of connotations built into that but amongst them is mockingbird the mockingbird project was a cia mm-hmm. operation 50 as you i'm sure you well know it was a cia operation to insinuate propagandist into the into all of the news media, not all of them, but most of the major mm-hmm. uh, media companies uh, as as propagandists, posing as journalists. And and I love the fact that right now we're, we have a, a, a moment, I, well, I say I love the fact, it is to me astounding that we are in this moment in history in which the CIA mm-hmm. can create a fiction like Russian disinformation uh, use it with use it with President uh, Trump two impeachments as you say with by the way the able help of a CIA agent working in the National Security Council within the White House itself uh, that part is not proved but it is generally considered to be accurate uh, it, it's 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 stunning to think that we right now have a circumstance where we have a melding of the national mockingbird media the Marxist dim that drive both the Democrat Party and manage this White House uh, and are aligned with our intelligence agencies. Is that just simply appearances and a uh, woe-be-gone possibility of uh, wild speculation? Or is it, in this case, it's what it looks like it is? Lou, and this is why I love coming on your show. Uh, More than anything else, you have a... uh unique ability to just label things uh, for what they are um, as journalists of, of integrity should. The Mockingbird Media, that is spot on. And I'm, a, you know, and I agree with you and I, and I agree with you, you know, and I know you share this opinion, not, because, not so we can rejoice together in it. I wish we weren't talking about the realities that the IC has been hijacked by this Mockingbird Media and the corrupt government gangsters in the deep state to subvert democracy. These are the people that six years ago said, oh, the election was stolen, the election was rigged, Donald Trump isn't the president. Now they're saying that that's impossible. Elections are never stolen, they're never rigged. 
And these are the biggest hypocrites in the country, but they're allowed to get away with it just for the reasons you have said, because they have outsmarted the Republicans and they have done one thing the Republicans, I'm glad, will never hopefully do, which is break the law and their oath of office and their service to the American people to advance a false narrative. But that's how they get away with it, because not enough people are calling them out. But thankfully, you are. And um, I'm, I'm happy to drift in your wake on this one, because, man, that is a great way to put it, Lou. And I hope more people are tuning into this. Well, it's, it is, it is as you say. I, I know you, and you know me. Uh, neither one of us wants to, in most of the things that we have to consider and analyze and and find evidence of, uh, our conclusions are not things that we would like to be proved wrong. Uh, I'll put it that way. I, I think that's a fair statement yeah. for both of us. And, and, and I don't care what the subject is. Over the course of the last 30 years, and nearly everything I've concluded about what the country is doing, the direction it's going, I wanted to be wrong every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I get lucky sometimes when I think, uh, and I would much prefer it be otherwise. Uh, but unfortunately, I think in this instance, we have to look at the evidence of what it is. Uh, there's one other aspect I want to bring up with you, and that is recently the Center for Renewing America, uh, Russ Vogt and his his group there in Washington uh, have come out with uh an analysis of the bar statement that there was no stolen election, which he made just about a month after, uh, maybe three to four weeks, I'll put it that way, after the election, said there was no sign of any significant voter fraud whatsoever. Uh, Jeffrey Clark, a former top Justice Department official, sent out FOIA requests and to 12, 12 U.S. attorney districts, and all but one, returned no documents, meaning there was no evidence of any investigation whatsoever in those districts, Mm -hmm. except for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania, where now a lawsuit has been filed uh, against uh, the uh, Dominion uh, Voting Company. Uh, And, but the point of the matter is, uh, it it is, President, President Trump, once again, his attorney general has screwed up uh, hugely, I think, uh, is the way to put it. I think you're right. And look, me as a former national security prosecutor and uh, former deputy director of national intelligence is just shocked at a statement by the number one law enforcement officer in the land, a conclusory statement, just like his partners in the fake news media do, without ever have conducted an investigation. If he had said that, Lou, after conducting an extensive and thorough investigation in multiple states, that, that could withstand scrutiny because he looked into the matter and sent agents and subpoenas out to look at it would have been one thing. But as you said, he just came out and swung because he knew he did not want his, his quote unquote, DOJ and his reputation as AG to be tarnished. But now it's going to be tarnished by the truth because of his lazy and lethargic behavior and his burning desire, he bar, to have a headline honor him rather than do the work of the American people. And I have to say about uh, CRA, I'm a little biased there. So you know, I'm the senior fellow for national security and intelligence at CRA, and I think Russ Vaught and his team are doing a tremendous job. And one of the projects we're working on is going to show how we fix it all. And so I'm glad, uh, you know, your audience and you are are, are, are chiming in and, and watching the, the, the actions of the Center for Renewing America, because Russ is just doing such tremendous work over there. And uh, I think we're only getting started. You're going to see some papers here in the coming months that are probably going to uh, – 
uh, both shock the world and also educate the world on how to reform and retake back our government and restore integrity at the DOJ and FBI. Integrity that was vanquished by the likes of Barr, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page. I mean, the list goes on, Chris Ray, um, Gina Haspel, and so forth. And I, I want to say that there is a tremendous lineup of talent uh, there on uh, the group uh, that is assembled under the Center for for Renewing America, Cash Patel, prominent among them, and Jeffrey Clark. <laughs> uh, and Jeffrey Clark, I think, as a a, a brilliant uh, analytic. Uh, analytical legal mind. I, I just really find him one of the most refreshing people on the issues that are coming to the fore, whether it be uh, constitutional rights that are being violated uh, by the FBI, the Department of Justice, uh, and, and uh, to some degree, the politics behind that. Uh, it's, it is, these are, these are terrible times and I, I wish it were otherwise, but I can't, you know, this, the name of this show is The Great America Show, and we are great. We are uh, America. But, my God, it seems like we want to squander every right uh, under our Constitution, squander our wealth, uh, squander our technology, whether it be to CCP uh, uh, spies, whether it be uh, to just commercial interests that want to be multinational and globalist in form rather than uh, – Put their homeland, if you will. I hate the expression, by the way, mm. homeland. I don't know how you feel about <laughs> cash. But put their homeland uh, and their home economy at, at, at disadvantage. Uh, I, I want to, you know, just say thank you for all of your efforts uh, and those of the Center for Renewing America. Uh, I think it's a terrific idea. I think Russ Boat is a terrific leader. Uh, and I know that he's got the horses there uh, to get a lot done. So uh, let, me, let me turn to uh, I, I, perhaps an odd departure here. Uh, talking with uh, Kurt Olson, uh, representing Mike Lindell, mm -hmm. who was arrested, not arrested, he, uh, excuse me, he was detained at a drive-thru at a Hardy's <laughs> restaurant in Iowa when he was, when he was, when he was hunting, uh, serving a yeah. subpoena. And Kurt Olson, his attorney, who's filed a lawsuit against, uh, by the way, uh, Merrick Garland and uh, Christopher Wray, uh, charging them with violating Mike Lindell's first, fourth, fifth, and sixth amendment rights. I mean, that's a busy morning for anyone. Uh, but for the FBI <laughs> and the DOJ to be involved in such a thing is outrageous. I'd just like to get your thoughts on what is happening here with these SWAT team raids whether it be on the issues of abortion, whether it be on the issues of the election, whether it be on the, as in the case of Mike Lindell, uh, uh, whatever the issue, suddenly the FBI is in charge of props and uh, action uh, figures at 6 a.m. in the morning outside uh, uh, private citizens' homes. Uh, it's outrageous. It's intimidation, and it is uh, police state tactics. That's what it is. It is the rise of the police state. It's not coming. It's not that it's almost here. It's that the police state is the American law enforcement community from the federal top-down level because the corrupt government gangsters, um, like the likes of Chris Rain, Merrick Garland, have made it so. Now, that's not to say, of course, and far from it, that the millions serving under them are doing so dutifully. But these people at the top have led the American 
justice system to a two-tier system of justice into a police state. And the things that are happening to Mike Lindell and so many other Americans are an extension of that. They want to intimidate anybody who might have anything good to say about Donald Trump or his successes, um, and, and they want to suffocate and deafen anyone who might stand against them, like the likes of the people we were talking about earlier. And so they've done this to so many people. They know it costs them money. They know people are bankrupt. And that is not what the justice system is supposed to be meant for. But look at the whistleblower program, Lou. I, I always turn to this because maybe I'm biased from my days in the House Intelligence Committee when we were running Russiagate. We had, we had some brave whistleblowers come forward, too. Now you see FBI agents who are reporting actual corruption at the FBI, such as Special Agent Friend, who went and blew the whistle and told them, them that is Congress, that the statistics at the FBI were being taken from the field level office, unbeknownst to the field agent running it, provided to Washington behemoth headquarters, and then used to falsely inflate domestic violent extremist statistics so that Chris Rake to go to Congress and lie and say domestic violent extremism is on the rise, especially when connected with January 6th and Donald Trump supporters. That is the definition of a police state. And if that weren't enough, remember when the likes of Charmella and his sidekick Vindman came out to falsely right. gin up an impeachment, they weren't retaliated against, they were regaled. But this agent, FBI agent friend, his gun and his badge were taken from him for going and doing what is constitutionally demanded of him. And what the federal law requires is when you see government waste, fraud, and abuse and corruption, you report it. And this is the two-tier system of justice that I think is collapsing now around this police state. And you have dozens of whistleblowers going before, before Chuck Grassley and Jim Jordan. And I'm so glad that they are. And I think you're going to see scores more once the gavel slips. I just hope our Congress has the audacity to call these government gangsters into court or before the American people, Chris Ray and Merrick Garland included, um, and not without time limit, but to sit there for a week if need be and answer questions to produce documents to show their corruption, because that's what it's going to take. And the reason I keep referring to them as government gangsters is the phrase I coined a while ago, but it seems to meet the intersection of the corruption at the tops of the departments and agencies and their partners and their jackals and the fake news media. And so I've dubbed it that, and I'll, uh, you know, my, uh, I've actually, given, my upcoming adult book is going to be called <laughs> the Government Gangsters, so, and how we, how we, how we take out the deep state. So I think it's uh, appropriate, but as we touched upon, I wish we weren't talking about this. I wish we were talking about the successes of taking out Russia and China and not of the possibility of a nuclear war with Putin um, in the Ukraine and how fentanyl is killing our children and how child sexual, sexual crimes are up because the FBI is, is, is taking the mission off of those field agents and using them falsely to pad their statistics to fit a disinformation campaign. Yeah. The FBI is uh, one large propaganda operation now, the Department of Justice uh, and FBI. Uh, and by the way, I saw what you did there. You coined a phrase <laughs> that became the title of your new book. Government gangsters. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say, yeah. before, before you said that, I said, you know, I'm going to use that all of the time, and, I'll, and I will give cash credit. But now I'm going to give you credit, plus hawk your book. <laughs> Government gangsters, give us a hint. 
Yeah, so that my adult book is actually it's it's uh we're just finished we just finished the manuscript and it'll be out early next year, hopefully by the spring at the latest. But it's called Government Gangsters and it's how we take out the deep state and restore faith to our democracy. Uh but the books that you can get now that I've been writing are the plot against the king at plotagainsttheking.com. Uh Donald Trump launched the plot against the king, the book one, and it became a number one bestseller. We just launched the sequel, Plot Against the King Two Thousand Mules. In collaboration with Dinesh D'Souza, we wrote a children's book, Plot Against the King, 2,000 Mules, and President Trump again launched it to high acclaim on Truth Social just last week. And the left-wing media has come in hot and heavy saying we are indoctrinating our children. And you know what I tell them, Lou? I say we are indoctrinating our children with the truth, mission, faith, and the value of service. You are indoctrinating them with CRT and gender dynamics and disinformation. And I am happy to write a curricula that our kids and our adults and our grandparents um, and our households across America can rely upon to teach in a fun way history because the election was rigged and Russiagate did happen. But we don't have to get into the weeds of it. We don't, and I don't even tell people to be a Republican or Democrat in the book. I tell people to stick to your core values. And I take them to a kingdom far, far away with King Donald and uh, uh, Sleepy Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and a shifty night. And we take on a quest for the truth in each book. And then the recent one, The Plot Against the King, 2000 Meals, we show why election integrity matters and the consequences of getting it wrong. So these are lessons I'm happy to stand for, and I hope people support me at plotagainsttheking.com. Um, I really would uh, encourage you guys to go out there. Parents almost love it more than their kids because they now know Russiagate and election security and integrity better than they ever did before because we broke it down um, in such a fun way. And, um, you know, I think you're going to love the illustrations. and. Um, per Truth Social, pets are loving this book, too. So plotagainsttheking.com. Thanks, Lou. You betcha. And uh, we're, we're going to be, we are hawking your book on our website. Uh, <laughs> and we'll continue to do so here because, uh, first of all, I just thought the idea of a kid's book on the plot to overthrow the king was such a great idea. Uh, of course, I am jealous that I didn't have that idea first, but uh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, we're we're uh, hawking your book and uh, doing so with uh, with both admiration uh, and uh, great enthusiasm for your continued success with uh, your what is quickly becoming a, a a book empire. Cash, we appreciate you being here. Uh, you get the last word as always uh, on uh, on our program. Uh, Cash Patel, your concluding thoughts. Well, Lou, it's, as, as always, it is tremendous honor to be with you. You keep swinging uh, the way you do, and I have faith that we are going to be able to get our democracy back by getting our uh, media back and getting the American people on the right track. And um, if you're not tired of me, you can only find me on at Cash on Truth Social, at Cash or FightWithCash.com. FightWithCash.com is where we put out all the government corrupt documents exposing their corruption. It's all free. Um, I hope you guys check it out. Thanks so much, Lou. You betcha. Cash Patel, a great American. Thanks so much for being with us, and God bless you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Our quote of the day comes from the most brilliant of our founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, who said this, Rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Tomorrow, our guest will be Arizona Attorney General candidate Abe Hamaday. Please join us. Till then, God bless you. And may God bless America.